Hello. <laughs> Hello, uh, church or something. Hello, uh... Oh, I see, yeah, I, I can see, like, a, a Christian rock band up there on, like, the, <laughs> the performing thing. And, you know, the guy's got the tambourine and, like, they're swaying back and forth. <laughs> All white, of course. All white. And, the, and there's, like, like, this really, like, you know, like, hot, but, like, in a holy way lady who's in charge and she's swaying back and forth. Yeah. She's got yeah. the bangs, but she, like, oh. blows them out so they come yeah. forward. Yeah. And, and then when the music, like, calms down, then the charismatic leader comes out and takes your money. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I should be speaking slower, more casually. Welcome back to first season finale. Uh, that's our second theme song. Um, let us know if that's what you like compared to first week's. I still have that. Uh, Drastically so, different. Drastically, this one was more in a rush. I didn't realize how I was doing with time until like about 1 p.m. Uh, I was having a very lazy Sunday, seeing as how tomorrow is a day off for some of us. Is it a day off for you, Adam? It is now because uh, I finished <laughs> one job and then they were like, yeah, it's slow on Monday, do you want it off? I was like, yeah, I'll take it off. Oh, great. Yeah. How are you celebrating the life of Martin Luther King Jr.? Uh, I will be celebrating by going to Whole Foods and buying some food for the week so that Emily doesn't have to do it. Aww. And then I'm having a friend come by the studio who's moving to Atlanta and like, uh, trade some artwork. Great. Ooh, that's nice. And I'll make sure to uh, light a candle. Supposed, what are you supposed to do? That's oh. a good question. I think it's a day of service is how uh, it's getting um, conceptualized in, in the modern day now. A lot of thing, a lot of schools do like the Sunday before Martin Luther King Day or on Martin Luther King Day you can come down to the school and do some sort of service oriented thing. I think they're giving out a lot of free tickets to students to see the movie Selma. That's been happening, yeah. It's mm -hmm. been happening for a while. I'm actually going into Black History Month, too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Erica, what are you doing with your day? Off? I, um, I'm taking, I took an art class yesterday, and they fucked up my, my copper plating. So I get a free personal class tomorrow. Okay. So I'm going to take advantage wow. of that. Nice. A personal class? Yeah. Well, it's just I get to go in with a new cover plating, and mm. it's just me instead of ten other people, and they're going to not fuck up my plate this time. How do they? How do they mess up? Because it plate? was a, it's a intaglio, so it was, we had to do an acid thing, and they did not put the proper thing on my plate. I was the only one. So when I put in the acid, the whole thing was destroyed. My whole drawing and everything. Yeah. So I got a new copper plate, and I get to go in tomorrow with the one guy who fucked it up, and he's going to show me, and I'm going to do more prints. Anyway, can I not get the fuck up? Yes. <laughs> but I, so I, I printed a few things before the acid part of it. Okay. And the acid etches in the drawing. Yeah, like so you, you put on this chemical, and you draw onto the chemical, and then you put an acid for as long as you want, and it makes it deeper. But they did not put it on, so there's streaks in it. So okay. my drawing was still there, but it had these crazy streaks in it from the chemical reaction. And you are removing the chemical when you draw onto it, right? Yes. And that's mm -hmm. what etches it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Great. Um, not sure what I'm doing with my day. We'll see. Let's go shopping at Whole Foods. <laughs> uh, Let's buy some organic food together. I, I love the cafe on the roof. Have you been up there? Uh, which Whole which Foods one? are you talking about? The one on Guanas? 
Oh, I'm not going to that one. I've never been to that one. I'm going to go to the one on Chambers Street because it's like two stops away. Oh, you're... you're, uh, I'm going to take the subway. subway. If you do ever have the car around, it's worth the drive to the one on Gowanus. Because they have a bar. They have a full bar slash like pub upstairs. It's super nice, good food, good views, and they have great beers on tap. It's like... Sometimes me and Lisa go just to the Whole Foods to go up there. I do that on 14th Street if I have time to kill. The smorgasbord? Yeah. yeah. There is... This is different than the What I'm interested okay. in is there is a bar on the way to the one on Chambers Street mm-hmm. called the Raccoon Lounge. Oh, yeah. I know the Raccoon Lounge very well. There? Yes, I used to manage is the restaurant fun? in Tribeca, and Chambers Street was my stop. It is... Divey-ass, like... Is it divey-ass, like... I did a lot of cocaine in that bar. <laughs> Good stuff, or, like, yeah, okay? Yeah, Okay cocaine? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, yeah. Zona. I like the Chamber Street Whole Foods as well, too, because yeah. it's not as crowded for some reason. Not Nobody thinks of Tribeca. And, and, well, it's, it's Tribeca Financial District, and yeah. nobody fucking wants to do anything real down there. <laughs> nope. Which I like, because yeah. it's just... Supermarkets are shitty, are empty. fucking, awful place in the world. Mm-hmm. Financial district. <laughs> okay, sorry, I was yeah. lost. Um, all right, so we got our plans in order. Uh, <laughs> so today, we're going to watch The Greatest American Hero. Yeah, which is a show that you have introduced to us. Tell us. Um, this is a show that came out in 1981. I can re- remember as a little kid with my sisters watching it. We really enjoyed it. Um, like still remember the theme song to this day. Don't really remember any episodes specifically, but you have a character who he somehow gets these magical superpowers, but they they come and go. He does not know how to master them. He's a bit goofy. He's very much the opposite of what we did last time, which was Miami Vice. He's he is not cool. He cannot be cool. He doesn't try to be cool, and he's the reluctant hero trying to deal with these superpowers. So he's like basically the opposite of Superman, but with Superman's powers. Like he doesn't. Mm. He's not the master of anything, and he's he's not the master of his do- his own his domain. Right, because like when the if I remember correctly, when the powers aren't there, like he, you know, he's like the wimpy guy at the beach who gets sand kicked in his face like he's yeah. he's more Clark Kent right yeah. like like women don't like him yeah he's not yeah he's just that stereotypical like loser that's great that should be refreshing a show that doesn't take itself that seriously and you also said there was sort of a George Costanza connection I didn't realize this but Erica brought this up so the song um that I guess has to do with this because you sang it to me and I'm like, well, that's George Costanza's uh, answering machine. Believe it or not, George is not here. Oh, yeah. It, believe it or not, not, I'm walking on air. Yes. Yeah, it was just like the believe classic. Believe it or not, George is not here. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. I. Well, and like, and like that makes sense because George Costanza is a very, you know, like, he is a loser. Like, he is not the most likable guy. Like, mm-hmm. he is not in charge of his domain. Like, he is not a so strong... He, he would he, Like, this is him. Yeah. I wonder if Larry David uh, was a fan of, of... What's it called again? Uh, The Greatest American Hero. 
Greatest American Hero. Okay. I bet. I just read an article that I think is worth coming up just for Seinfeld's sake about Rutgers in the medical department um, teaching psychologists a class, and it's specifically a class on Seinfeld. So they are required to watch the Seinfeld Syndicate episode, report back to their doctor teachers, not PhD, but actual doctors, and diagnose each character from that show. I knew you would roll your eyes at it. That's why I brought it up. So I'm would. yawning uh, as well. Why are they? Why? What? Who cares? Well, it's... hey. Because they're only going to treat like white yuppies in Manhattan. I don't know. Whatever. You hate white yuppies <laughs> in Manhattan. <laughs> Adam, you do too. Oh, no, I know. I know. I'm, I'm throwing stones at your house, which is not made out of glass. Yeah, your, your house is right next to my house, by the way. I like to, to get the stones and polish them and hand them to both of you. <laughs> oh, look at these stones. What are we going to do with them? Uh, what, what's that line from that stupid, awful movie, Signs? Swing away. Swing away. Swing away, slobber. Well, well, I don't get what's the context of that one. Oh, God. You didn't Did see you see movie? the movie Signs? No. Oh, God. Okay, he's kind of one of your people. Am I Shyamalama Ding Dong? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Oh, I might have. What is he? What happens in that one? There's this aliens. One, it's Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. There's a, the, the aliens that can't touch water who go to a fucking planet that's, God damn it, 70% water. <laughs> it's true. Touchy, touchy subject. Yeah. It is. And and basically, so Mel Gibson's wife, who dies in a car accident while she is dying, is like hallucinating these things and speaking them to Mel Gibson. And Mel Gibson's like has these, these dreams or whatever. He's like trying to figure this shit out. And he's got one kid, daughter, who fucking leaves glasses all over the fucking yeah, she house. She doesn't like. Wa- she doesn't like to finish her. Water. Doesn't won't finish any of these glasses of water. She, you got a son who does some other dumb thing, and then her, They're like, then his signs. fucking brother-in-law who sucks. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix, who's a great oh, actor. Inherent Vice. Uh, who, other great movies. He he is like an ex baseball player, and like so like his like things are laying around. Everyone's sad because the wife died, and everything sucks. But then these aliens come, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden like there's just the one moment. Where, like, it clicks in Mel Gibson's head. Like, his wife wasn't insane while she was dying. She was giving him these signs of what to do to protect them against these aliens, which was swing away, which is basically telling the brother to, like, hit all these cups of half water onto the alien who can't touch fucking water. Uh, (laughs) Saves the day. It's funny that you brought that up because in the last episode we were talking about you weren't excited to go to a theater, a crowded theater, and I agreed with you because um, something about going to crowded theaters in New York is actually fun. And seeing signs I saw in IMAX, in like Lincoln Center, one of those huge theaters, it was crazy huge, and the best part of that movie was someone behind (laughs) dropping a soda drink on someone in front of them. And the fight that broke out. (laughs) (laughs) It was huge. It was like during the movie, everyone just got up and looked. And was like, are you fucking kidding? Like it was like ice down a back. You fucking dropped that on me? It was, 
That's the only reason to see a movie in a crowded New York theater because you might get some some better drama within you, the theater. Do you ever have the urge to just go there by the biggest big gulp you can, <laughs> go to the top, and just huck it? Well, the thing is, I would except that I saw when I saw the Lego Movie when I was putting on my coat and it was fucking February or something. There was still ice in it because some kid dropped ice soda um, down my coat pocket. Your coat. And they were already gone. I was just putting my coat on. I'm like, this is the worst thing I've ever experienced in my life. So I just don't ever want anyone else to experience putting their hand through their coat in February night. That's not right. With ice still in it. Plus, who wants to get on the subway covered in Pepsi? Yeah. Sticky. It's gross. So that's why people (laughs) fight in theaters. Wow. Uh, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say that they they were guffawing at the movie together. No. Uh, But fight that, that, wow, that takes... Did you feel like uh, <laughs> mo- the other reason why people hate movies, going to movies, and they're also very expensive? Did you feel like you lost out on something? No, I felt like I gained something. This was a while ago. This movie came out a while ago. A long time ago, yeah. So the movies weren't that expensive then. So when I say I saw it in IMAX, it wasn't like I was spending anyway, twenty five dollars. Like, I was yeah, spending this probably was a twelve dollars. Time ago, it was okay. two thousand two, maybe yeah. like even earlier. I uh, oh, went to see it with my family, so I was still at an age where oh, I saw movies gross. with my family. And um, it was more entertaining because of that fight than I could have asked for the movie to be because the movie sucked. And I'm a big fan of Sixth Sense. I'm a big fan of... Sixth Sense is good. Unbreakable Uh, Unbreakable is great. great. Everything Everything past that? Fuck you, dude. (laughs) Fuck you. Why are people so angry at him? Because he does the same thing over and over again. But the first two... So does David Lynch. No, but the first two were good. The, the next ones were like, we have a village, but the village is now. But, like, it's not now. And, like, and, but if we know it's not. And it, we, it's like, the, fuck you. The, the first village. one was the mermaid. The village, the, dude. The village is terrible. I would rather watch my father fuck a pumpkin <laughs> that he did not buy and does not own and get arrested. I believe that's rape. No, it's a. What? It's a, you pumpkin can't fuck, does not you can't have fuck another mom. pumpkin. Pumpkins do not have their... They can't their, give consent. Okay. But they don't have it's lawyers to represent them. It's a pumpkin he bought so we're still and gave consent. Okay, then. I'll watch that <laughs> before I watch another goddamn... He, okay. I he's think, got cancer. <laughs> so, and, like, fuck you, the so, guy who's making these bad to, movies. To bring it back to Tribeca, when I was working in that restaurant, um, yeah, a lot of celebrities came in here? there. Yeah, a lot of celebrities came in there, and he was one of them. And this is when he was doing the one with Mark Wahlberg with the trees. And oh, And I, I was God. serving him water. I was serving him something. I don't even know. He's like, but so then, so then the car stops, and then the tree starts to sway. And, like, to listen to his process oh my God. was hysterical, because then I saw it, and I'm like, this is the dumbest movie I've Dude, ever because seen. Dude, I, 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 okay, this is what kills me. If he had taken, like, ten more minutes talking to like another individual <laughs> about that that one with the trees and the one with the village where they just kill themselves because the trees right. say something because like that was a good movie it, no, no, like, it's not a good movie it's a great premise mm-hmm. and he fucked it up he had a great idea and he fucked it and it's like dude talk to other people yeah get someone to edit your shit and not the people who do it now because you fucking suck at it because that could have been a great fucking movie. You want me to write that movie? I'll write the fucking movie. Why, why do you assume that that's the problem? 
No, I agree with you. And it's because the same reason that Wes Anderson kind of sucks, too. Yes. Because he has a great vision, he has a great style, but everyone's like, you're just so messed. Oh, my God, can, I, so can I jerk good. you off a little bit longer? Yeah, the no, why don't hotel. you have someone <laughs> tell you, well, this is... Which Beautiful. I enjoyed. That was a great movie. It, was a it great wasn't movie. a great movie. But it was an But dude, okay there was movie. somebody cupping his balls the entire time. And it's like they, which they didn't need to be cupped. Well, whose balls are we talking about now? Wes Anderson's. Anderson. <laughs> oh, long Man, <laughs> It's Oscar season. Yeah, it's Oscar. But I'm just saying, if that asshole would just call me... Which, like, Adam, which asshole? This uh, M. Night. M. Night. Either okay. one of them. If he would just call me and talk to me for five minutes, be like, dude... Look, I like what you're doing with the trees, and I think everyone like killing themselves is great. <laughs> we need a better reason for it. So do you? Uh, should we put your phone number in this episode? You, uh, no, we can do my email address though. Okay, Adam Payne at gmail.com? No, Meatmobile. Meatmobile at, at gmail. At gmail.com. M night. M night. I know you're listening. M night. I'm just saying, like, just please email. Yeah. I I will talk to you. Set up a meeting. Snapchat or whatever the fuck they call it these days. But yeah, seriously, like that, that was, he's got talent. <laughs> but someone is... He I needs you. I don't, know needs... To, I don't know what to say anymore to him. Because yeah. it's like, dude, I don't... Have, and you get these fucking stars in your movies and they're like, did I just choke on that cock? Or, <laughs> or what? Like, why am I doing this? Like, wow. They're bad. They're bad. It's so, so, so what do you so think? Graphic. How do you think that he would make the show we're about to watch? Do you think he would be involved with it? Do you think nice it influenced? Oh yeah, him into. I think he'd the be like, okay, he. Th- this is what M and I would do. He'd be like, okay, we have a character, and he doesn't know what to do with his body, and he, he's not in charge of these, these uh, gifts that he is given. But we realize at the end of it that he is a computer simulation. <laughs> And that there's a child who's pulling all the strings. Yeah, and, he's and saved there's no been one. no hints of it throughout the whole movie. <laughs> throughout the whole movie. <laughs> and at the end of it, you just like, everything pauses, and the screen stops, and it backs away, and there's a, a child with six <laughs> arms <laughs> whose mom is calling in a foreign language, and we read it at the bottom, and it says, Bartholomew, come, it's time for dinner. And it pauses, <laughs> and like that's how the fucking show ends. Okay, so that is how M. Night would direct this. Yeah. How do you think, Sober? What do you think this is? How it's directed? I, uh, uh, how would Wes Anderson end this show? <laughs> yes, how would Wes Anderson do it? I, I don't know. I, I Maybe I could tell you that after I watched the Okay, okay after show, you watch it, um, you what, tell us. What about you, Erica? Well, your... I don't know what to expect from this. I can't believe I've never heard of it. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Just even the M. Night version I'm excited about, so... Let's see what we get. Alright. Um, next time you hear from us, we will have watched the first season finale of Great American Hero. The greatest. The greatest American hero. Um, Feels what? like a Colbert uh, joke. Alright, um, see you guys soon. Oops, sorry. Record the music. Yeah, it's recording. Yeah, recording. You wanna sing it, Adam? It's not the same uh, line. It's like yeah. a refrain. Top of the world, who could it be? Believe it or not, 
that trumpet? Main theme by Joey Scarborough. If you wrote this song, you realize you've done something that if you get, was a thing. Like you made a like a real thing. And it was redone in Seinfeld. Huh. That could, is huge. You could call your mom up and be like, "Hey, mom, I did that," and she'd be like proud and excited. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, if you're a teacher, like <laughs> I taught those kids, mom. The reason the world's so <laughs> fucked up now is because I taught those kids. She'd be like, yeah, I know. You know and, but, like, that's a reflection on her, though. But you, know, you know me so well. It's like 16 things. <laughs> okay, so we watched a really fun episode of Greatest American Hero. Uh, why don't we go through the plot first and then talk about what we liked about it and what it is and all that. Um, who wants to do the plot? I'll, I'll try real quick. Right, right, right. So you have uh, three people. Uh, the main character, uh, the, Ralph, who has the superpowers. And you have Bill, sort of his FBI mentor. And you have uh, Ralph's girlfriend. Constable. What's her name? Lawyer. She, they, they don't use her name very often. She's either counselor or... Oh, or, yeah, constable. And, uh, constable. And they're basically, all three of them have, are like at different parts of their career, but like she has gotten a, a job offer to work at a good firm. No, no, he, she's already at the firm. She's got an offer to be a partner. To be partner. Yeah. He's got, the Ralph's got an offer to be like vice principal because he got voted in. And the <laughs> FB, Who did he get voted in by? The students. <laughs> what does that make you think of? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't get voted in. I'd never get voted in. I would never vote for him. <laughs> Not with your Hitler speech. Not with the Hitler speech. Well, Hitler slash, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Hitler, Limited Mussolini. But the, the firm that she has now been made part of, uh, partner in, uh, one of the head guys is doing some s s shady stuff, and which has now come home to roost in her being threatened and being killed. The FBI guy is dealing with a new boss and his, and the ideas of his own mortality. He's uh, afraid of that he's not successful enough. He's afraid of dying. He's like very down on himself. And then becoming obsolete. Becoming obsolete. And then Ralph is just excited that these stupid fucking kids that don't know anything voted <laughs> him to be vice principal, which seems like the oddest way to find a vice principal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's real. I don't even know if that could be real. Yeah, I've never heard of that. And so over the course of it, uh, the girlfriend gets kidnapped. Her mm -hmm. life is in danger. Mm -hmm. Deals are set up. Uh, Ralph and the Bill, the FBI guy, go in to rescue her. And they are successful, and they all live happily ever after with conflicts of whether or not to stay in California or go to Washington to the big time. And, you know. Let's pull out and describe who they are because I have not watched the first episode. However, I may start it tonight because I really like this. But in the opening credits, there is a UFO that gives... So yeah, yeah Ralph, back, back story. Yeah, Ralph is with the FBI agent. When they're both which, which, abducted by aliens? I'm wait, not like, sure. We, we have to make some like assumptions that somehow they were together. Mm -hmm. 
but I or the FBI agent was investigating it and found him. Maybe but found it gave him. him it's, these it's, it's confusing how like it's clear that he got them from aliens. It's confusing to right now for us to how the dynamic was, but it's yes. clear that they were together somehow. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know what to do with these powers and and. Uh, and it's, the, and it, and it's, it's also unclear. Sense. We assume that they come from the suit itself. Oh. Yeah, he always but has to wear the suit and take off clothes, like unless right. that's just but, a show for us that he's up to. But his... it's interesting because I wonder if it's like if it's if it turns out to not be the suit, like the aliens did something to him, mm-hmm. and like the suit is sort of like the the crutch or pacifier to like get him to like figure yes. it out. Yes. Yeah, uh, and he doesn't have, a, as you said earlier, he doesn't have a full control over his powers. That's a sort of a running joke. The show's very funny. Um, the older FBI guy is sort of like a Larry David uh, style, George Costanza style, curmudgeon, uh, an- anxious uh, person who's not happy, talks quickly. Also, uh, Bruce Campbell yeah. comes to mind. We mentioned yeah. that during it. Yeah. A little bit like Burn Notice with that type of... Like, they're talking about serious things, spies and murder, but it's in a very light-hearted, funny sense. Yeah, like, laugh at it all. Um, and then the uh, the woman is Ernest. She's a sort of a striver, earnest woman, which is always kind of, like, frustrating because women are sort of, if they do have a role, are given this sort of very specific, boring role, which is be the earnest uh doer, do-gooder kind of thing. And then the main character is this... Um, Goofball. A little goofy... Blonde, curly hair, like a surfer style. Yeah, yeah. It's got some California vibes going on. He says the word vibe. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's go vibe it out. I'll go vibe it out, right? <laughs> oh, and he's also like a some sort of high school teacher. Yeah, he's a high and school I teacher. And I don't think a very good one. From what we can gather, because at the end he corrects his English. He's like, "Are you sure?" And he says, "I think so." Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's he's a dummy, but All in like, it, like an endearing it, way. It sort of reminded me of like Monk that show. Yeah, it reminded me of an FX show like yeah. that, where you're like it's lighthearted and silly, but they're fun. And yeah, yeah, they 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 have this uh, Archer style like. Quick jokes, maybe not as quick as Archer, and maybe not as biting as Archer, but they're just like delivering the two characters. I mean, the guys are just delivering lines after line after line at back at each other, um, and and there's ridiculousness, like he's flying, but then like they he's show, so awkward. like yeah, he's one the special effects making him fly is so like he's just in a front of a green screen, like the worst type of, but he's just flailing around. <laughs> And then he, he comes down, and so it's just funny to watch that with the background of him falling out of the sky, but then also to even think about him flailing around in front of a green ski, screen and the director's being like, okay, see, yeah. cut, got well, that. Which, which I think is like a, a direct, I'm going to sneeze in a second, but it's like a direct, <laughs> like, uh, uh, contrast, because like, you know, this is the time of, uh, of like the Superman movies had been coming out, mm-hmm. and like, you know, Clark Kent and Superman, like, he's like, he can fly, he can spin the world around backwards, like, he can do those things, and, like... He took it seriously, too. And, and this is, like, yeah, like, what the fuck would happen to you? Like, 
it's like that whole, like, like I don't know, yeah. like, how do I hold yeah. my hands? Like, yeah. how do I stop? How, where am I? So I really like, the, I mean, it's endearing, and it's like, yeah, I, I like, I really, I don't know, like, it's like a sympathetic character. Cause you're oh, like, super sympathetic, because he's, he's a, he's kind of a loser, but, like, somehow is... The one doing all right. The he's built thing? a he's built a family for himself too, with this sort of, you know, successful girlfriend and this old guy. I do like yeah. It does feel like they've made a life for them for themselves in California mm-hmm. that isn't their you know, their traditional family, but they're sort of found each other and making making it making do. I love the uh, there's a scene where. Bill and Ralph are talking, and they're at. We I think it's at Ralph's house, and the, the entire time, like behind Ralph, who's like kind of like you know like this dorky, funny-looking character, is that painting of the of the clown, the sad clown, yeah. And like so, like Ralph's head is always like either bobbing in front of it or it's like next to it, but it's this clown photo is always there, which is like sort of this reference of like. And you're saying clown. there's no art in television. Uh, I know, like, it, yeah, like I got proved wrong, like by my own suggestion, like classic. Why, like, why not? It's been two minutes since you said you'd sneeze at him. I know it, it didn't happen. It didn't I happen. Or it came and passed. One thing I love about Bill is he has. I'm not sure what the official term for carrying your gun that way, but it's like the drop gun, or it's like upside down holster mm-hmm. under yeah. your arm. Which so is, you'd pull it down this way. So, yeah, so instead of reaching up and over and pulling it like uh, and pulling it out like top side, you reach under and it pulls down and then out. So your gun is always liable to fall out of your yeah. Jacket. That sounds very yes. complicated. But it uh, but it looks <laughs> fucking awesome. You rarely ever see anyone do it. I rarely ever see anyone and I, do it. And I think Bill could pull it off. That's what I, I really liked his character. I, yeah. I liked all the characters. Yeah, I thought they were very funny, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the, the 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 woman doesn't have a great role, but it's not a terrible role. But she kind of is funny when she's like, "Well, I was offered that the job, like right, this she, sucks." She, she's like, given she, her... does, she wasn't seeing the murder, she wasn't seeing the threats. Like yeah. she was being more like self centered, being like, "But what about my job?" So yeah. like, there is kind of a humor in that. And I yeah. worked for it, and, and, and it, yeah. it is talking about like like women's lib and like, hey, like, are you hiring me because I'm a chick, or are you hiring me for me? Yeah. The guy's like, for you. But then, like, Bill also is like, oh, look at you. You're a chick and you're getting ahead. And, like, him comparing mm-hmm. himself to the size of her office. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's, like, aghast. Like, when he finds out, like, that's her office. And he's like, it's so big. Yeah. Yeah, it I, is I cool. like that. I it is cool that. That, that she's more successful than he is. Than all of them are. Than all of them are. And this is 1981, 30... Four years ago, because you know what else came out in 1981? You did. This guy. Oh, this congratulations. Guy. Welcome. <laughs> you didn't uh, even know what was happening. What's up? You didn't even know what was happening. What was With happening? this show. No, I didn't know what yeah. this show was coming out in 81 because I was just born. Just barely born. In another country. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's weird to come full circle. This is a pretty good show from 1981. It, it has a 70s feel to it, but. In a lot of ways, it feels pretty modern and hip and and cool and uh, 
And only got two seasons, unfortunately. And, and it was on a, ABC. It was on ABC, which, which was a fledgling network at that point. It was. Like, I feel like the show would be on Fox now or in the last 20 years. Well, it's, it's just, I feel like it could, like how the and family guy got been, like turned down like five times, but kept bouncing more back. Successful I feel like this could have been more successful. Fox. It, was, yeah. it was an interesting show. Like, And I remember it being like a favorite growing up. Like well, watching yeah. it. No, I'm very excited about like I want to start from the pilot, which is a two-hour movie. It's not even a show. This oh, is what really? I, saw See, on I don't even remember this. Where they explain the origin story of what how oh. he gets his powers. <laughs> well, now we have to see this. So we but, may have to start a whole other podcast. They, like, they also like the funny thing is like there's funny lines where they talk about like yeah they sent me down to the basement to play with my Velcro, which. <laughs> What does that even mean? Like, who the fuck knows what it means? But like, I yeah, kind of, I kind of feel at the time like Velcro was still kind of new. That people were playing with Velcro. That yeah, it was so like very new, yeah. like very space age. But and at the same time, man, like especially. you're not. It feels like there's some some ad libbing going on because it seems like they're trying multiple lines. You know, kind of something what they do with comedy mm-hmm. nowadays, where they just sort of spitball a lot of lines. Oh. And, yeah. go with one like no a lot one. of the comedy like I was cracking up and I'm like I didn't think I would crack up at that but they like pushed it, it was in a funny, way that yeah. it, like it was surprisingly well it, I good. love it like cause like he's talking about aces and eights yeah which is like that classic like thing but also there's the scene and this might not have been as big for you guys but it was huge for me <laughs> where he's talking to his boss Bill is talking to his boss who's like the head of the FBI in that area and he's holding the anarchist cookbook. That's true. Which was like, why is he holding it? I don't know, but like to get a hold of that when I was like twelve years old, we thought it was the best thing because like it told you how to make fake napalm by dissolving styrofoam into gasoline and throwing it against a wall and like yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of work put into. The comedy aspect. I think that clown in the background of that shot was on purpose. Mm-hmm. Made him look like a clown. Like I feel like there was a lot of touches that were definitely that paid off. Now you know. Yes. Thirty four years later. I did like it how we were kind of talking like when they walked into those offices. Mm-hmm. It, it was like they they sort of had to tell us that these were nice offices. Cause yeah. Like, to us, it was just like. And that's like partic- That's. That's knowing that this might not always be nice, but like, so like in comparison to the last one, like they're putting writing into it to make sure this show actually follows a story that we can all follow Mm -hmm. and take with us later on. Mm -hmm. And it paid off. Yeah. They they took what is a very standard thriller plot line, like a MacGyver plot line Mm -hmm. and added a ton of humor to it and anxieties and existential dread and stuff. It's basically like a mix between Seinfeld and uh, MacGyver. Yeah. It's really cool way that seems to work, even though you don't think it would. What I find interesting is like, so when he when she does get captured by the first two assailants at her boss's office, and so he's flying through the air like all weird, and then he crashes into the back of the car, and he grabs like the two bad guys, and he's like. And he has that line, and I wrote it down, he's like, hey, are you okay, lady? Like, as if he didn't know her, which I, th- I thought was very funny, because, like... I think they were trying to act like that for the benefit of the Right, criminal. that he's still playing this, like, gag as if he's Superman. Yeah. yeah. Or as if he's unknown. Yeah. And, and like, and it's, so, like, in the weakest way possible that 
you know, you kind of like have a little, I don't know if the, the writers are making a commentary about Superman because it's like he always looks the same. Like, mm-hmm. why, mm-hmm. how come no one knows he's not Superman? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where with this, it's like, yeah, like that gag is out in the open. It's like, you know, of course we know who he is. Everyone mm-hmm. knows who he is. Mm-hmm. They could put his face up. Everyone would still know who he yeah. is. Yeah. Anything else before we sort of wrap it up with some predictions and whatnot? And oh, how would, you, how would you finish it yeah. as uh, Wes now Anderson? Now you've seen it, how would you finish it as Wes Anderson? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, one thing I would do, you know, Wes Anderson does a great job is making it two-dimensional, you know, sort of laying out uh, a thing. Like the, 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 the scene in the junkyard, which is when they finally rescue her and capture the bad guys that could be a really wonderful set piece uh, with a lot of sort of Rube Goldberg things going on. Um, yeah, I think Wes Anderson could have a lot of fun with this, Owen actually. Wilson could totally be Ralph. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Such a funny Ralph. Like, <laughs> and, sensitive and self-deprecating. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see that. And Wes Anderson hasn't done a superhero thing. It's sort of waiting for him to, to, to make, to, you know, put a spin on Do it. Do you guys have his email? We should email <laughs> So, Wes him. Anderson, I know you're listening. <laughs> if you didn't listen to your last podcast, please email Meet Mobile. 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 Uh, as in Mobile, Alabama, at gmail.com. No, as in... <laughs> What's that? As in a mobile, like a Calder. As, the artist, goddammit. Because your one's more... Uh, you don't even know the fucking history of it. I'll I, tell you some other time. Do you think but, I care? Oh, um, I know you don't. So but. check check your email from M. Light Shyamalan. And, from Wes uh, Anderson. I might. I will answer... Wes, which, I will which answer emails, yours which first. <laughs> M. Night you need to take a minute to think about what you do. So I might not get to you quicker. But Wes, I will answer you directly. Directly. And I, Owen, I hope we can get him on board. I I had. I feel a, like Wes sets his calendar for the year. No, we, no, they used to. But I think Wes Anderson with Owen Wilson and maybe Ben Stiller. Who's going to play the chick? I hmm. I didn't mention this, but she's very pretty. I really like. She's pretty, uh, but um, you know, to say oh, that she's uh, who is in Zoolander? Which chick? The the reporter. The Zoolander. Oh, that's Ben Stiller's wife. Her. She who is can, she? She's a comedian actress. She's Stiller's wife. She's, she's in all of his movies. She's in all the movies. She's very funny. She's she is very funny good. and she is very pretty. Okay. Yeah, she right. could pull that off. Yeah. She could do it. She yeah, this the, seems like a definitely... She could be the stern lawyer. This seems oh, like yeah. it definitely deserves... And Bruce Campbell as... Oh, Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell as, as the, the FBI agent. As William. Done. Yeah. Done and done. Yeah. So All this up. So we've already got the casting done. Well, we, need we just the, need to work on the story. We need the rights. But we all... And, um... I don't want to say U2. Who do we get to do the music? U2 is the last one. Oh, hell so, uh, not, U2. Who? Uh, Devo. Oh yeah, sure. Or yeah. oh, I also wrote down Weird Al because I Weird feel Al. like there's a lot there's of Weird a lot Al, of Weird Al. Al. Call. But especially like with like Weird some Al's... of the, the the comedy and the jokes. Yeah, yeah. And he's still working, right? And Weird yeah. Al is still working, and, and he... he could do it. And he does and anything. He yeah. does not do anything. He <laughs> he's a he's Weird a Al has standards. He... Weird Al is an artist. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. He's an artist, but he will do anything. That's not true. That's true. Uh, he will not do anything. <laughs> he... What? 
Okay. I need to refuse you on a project. <laughs> I'm sure I, I, if, if, if Weird Al did not refuse me on multiple projects, then I would be shocked. How long have you been following Weird Al's career? Because I've watched him. I've watched yes. him do anything. Okay, give us an example of anything. Uh, do you do you know that radio show that was sort of like the weirdo occult radio show? Oh, he went on that. He was on that. That's actually where he started. Oh, well, no, 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 that's when he was starting. Okay, but that, but that's different. Okay, because yeah. I think, are you talking like, it was, what was it, like Doctor Something? Do, yeah. Uh, uh, but, okay. We all start somewhere. Okay. And some people stay he, there. Okay, you're, but you're talking about somebody who. I don't, I disagree. You're like talking. Yes. Of an artist who parodies I other feel artists. like he's trying to get us you, pissed off right are now. Are you? Don't make me punch your dog. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. I know. Like that's, oh yeah. I'm not yeah. going to fall for that. Don't make me love your dog more than you love it and make it want to have a happy life and make you miserable. Don't make me do that. Uh, we were thinking of shipping her off to, uh, we watched this amazing documentary last night, uh, Varunga, about this uh, national park in the Congo where they... Uh, uh, Don't get heartworm medicine. Do not get flea medicine and die. No, no, no. slow down, slow down. Uh, where they protect uh, all these animals, this beautiful uh, park, but it's caught between poachers and a civil war, and they need dogs to help. The rangers need dogs to protect the park. Oh, so you're gonna sign and up we your dog of, for we, like Peace Corps? We thought of sending Deshi. Because Deshi was... has consent. You might as well fucking rape her. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. What, sending her to Whoa. Africa no, 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 no. I see, into the I, no, no, I see, you, I see what you're... Oh. Well, hold on. I, was... I see what you're saying. I mean, like, I see what you're saying. You're right. Yeah. I mean, it's harsh. <laughs> hold it on. felt strong. <laughs> and I get what you're feeling from. No, yeah. no, no. Give me a chance. I was, I was definitely going to ask her, but I was giving her the pep talk. <laughs> Being like, hey, Deshi, you know, this meaningless life you have in Brooklyn where you sit around all your day. Your meaningless life that you personify on your dog is yeah. just eating the food that you give her. Yeah. So I was like, you don't, go you, to don't you want to have you a meal? Into the... I can't. I'm too busy. Exactly. She, on the other hand, is doing nothing just all day. Just like, you know what? Nothing all day. Wait, can I take her to Africa and mm. judge whether or not she wants to come back? Sure. Yes. I think she's going to want to stay. Do I want to come back? Exactly. <laughs> no. You could both stay there and help protect some wonderful gorillas. My problem with this, though, is uh, what if I want to come back, but I can't? Because I've been kidnapped. Oh. In Africa? By a gazelle? Who knows? By the the rebels? Rebels, not rebels. I don't know. Okay. Well, good luck. I hope you have rich friends. Well, you guys would start a Twitter campaign for me, right? (laughs) Yeah, we'd, we'd bring you up in the podcast. Adam's not here today because he's been kidnapped Yeah, Adam's still missing. Week 32. I will talk to them. I think they'll let me Skype in. <laughs> Your captors? Well, because they are because following they are show. Probably still, I know they're listening. No, because they're still watching these shows. And I can be like, I... I am the Adam show. from the radio. And they're like, oh. Meet uh, Mumble? Meet Mumble? <laughs> That is you doing that accent, which is pretty good. And yeah, that's how I can't wait for that to be in the biography. <laughs> I hope it works out. Uh, I, you know, uh, to your to your uh, to your benefit, I don't think those rebels are political. So I think they would just kidnap you for the money. So you just got to get the which money cool. together. 
You're, they're not going to don't like, tell them your address. They're not going to behead no. you, you know. Let's say. Well, let's just be like, look, guys. Yeah. If you want this money, I'm in the poor. No, part no, of no, no. Heights. Yeah, even before that, you'd be like forty thousand. Like, I don't think you understand who I am, guys. You more likely get twenty. Well, I'll be like, guys, get me an internet connection. Get me a microphone. I can talk my way out of this shit, and I can get you the support you need because you need a lobby in Congress. <laughs> And I will get that for Meet you. Meet Mobile's what that he does that. Yeah, I will what get. I do. do you have boots on the ground in Washington? No. <laughs> Can I get you boots on the ground in Washington? Yes. Can Is you? that better than money? Yes. Is money better than not boots on the ground? No. What can I get you? I get you feet in the aisles, votes on the seats, or I'll for make, you, or I'll make you some eggs. <laughs> I'll also cook while I'm getting that done. Oh, no, I meant our eggs, the ones you made. Oh. No, would you? Would you? No, I take pride in my work. I'm going to throw that shit around. Oh, yeah. Just because I've, well, I've been taking hostage. Suddenly... But you know what? Me and the head guy will eventually become very good friends. And like, we'll play, like, you know, golf or frolf. Bridgeby Golf with the, like his children, and we will You'll be like laugh about when shit. you were we'll captured. Laugh about yeah, these things, and yeah. like the kids will teach me. And how, like, then you may give him an egg. And then I'll give yeah, him an egg. Yeah. And and when he comes to talk before the UN, he can stay at my place. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, you laugh. It's about like it. war crimes, but it's like yeah, who's war? Yeah. Who's crime? Yeah, one man zero, another man terrorist. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Welcome, welcome to America. Yeah. Free yeah. speech. Yeah, our country was founded by terrorists too. I don't like that word. Terrorist or country? Yeah, ter- well, <laughs> oh, Found yeah. It. terrorist. Because it's like, yeah, it's a meaningless word. Afraid. Yeah, yeah. I, I every time I see something that put terrorism in the news, I think terrorism works because we let it. You know. Well, I mean, at the end of like nine eleven, they're like, "I'm not going to do this because that means the terrorists won." And my argument was like. If a terrorist terrorist can get you to say that, then the terrorist has won. So it's like, don't, don't say anything. It's your it's your total decision to decide how you want to think of an event. If you want to think of an event as this thing that's going to make you change your behavior and how you treat other people and the laws of the country, then terrorism works, and we constantly let it work. What what I love? Uh, do you listen to Dan Carlin's Hardcore History or his uh, Common Sense podcast? <laughs> it's good. I plug. Dan. We're not going to plug other podcasts. I'm, I'm plugging it. I just plugged it. But he got the first season finale bump. We, we've only plugged like Wes Anderson and M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, which who I'm are, sure they don't need our plugs. And either. those assholes make money. <laughs> M Night Mike. Um, but uh, what I loved is he was talking about. He it, on his podcast he was describing like some of like the other plans that you know these Al Qaeda and like whatever organizations wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And he's like one of them was like to go around and just like kill celebrities, and I was like, that like may have that would have worked better than fucking like cr- no, crashing the twin no, towers. It's hard. No, no, no. It's hard. I know, I, but I still think it's a great idea, and I. Inc- Think. You and encourage my guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We're yeah, back yeah, to yeah, yeah. It's backpedal that one it's, right there. It's, it's interesting because it's like you want to make people not feel safe, then go after their. 
No, but then you can just things. why don't you just claim all the celebrity deaths were your own? You don't even have to fucking kill them. Yeah. Inception style. <laughs> and make a movie about it. Yeah. Certainly. Oh, God, they'd be so good. I don't know. It's time. Yeah, it's time. Um, it is time. We love this show. We love the show. This show is very good. Erica has a plug. Why don't you plug away? And then okay, patreon.com slash Erica Rowe. I draw animals. So if you like this podcast, I will draw you a animal that has to do with this podcast. And they're very good animals, Ron. Thank you very much, Adam. I, very, I, like I did the cover art for this, and um, I do some more things, and uh, yeah. In exchange for cash. Yeah, $2 a month is all I'm asking. Wait, I give you $2 a month and you will keep drawing animals? Mm-hmm. I can do that. Cool. It's 30 days. <laughs> it's like less than a quarter a fucking day. It's a lot less than a quarter a day. <laughs> Okay, on that note, uh, we'll see you soon, um, probably in February. Alright, bye. Bye.